The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. So there are times people say that ministry has to be tough, and it's really not. You know, we have a very easy job, and we love our, our role and the time that we spend with you. And we're going to ask that you humor us for just a moment as we demonstrate why we love our role with you rather than tell you. You are the most powerful source-centered individual to have ever graced this planet. You are as beautiful, handsome, and just downright hot on the inside as you are on the outside. You are infinitely kind and compassionate and a living, breathing example of the very definition of what it means to express humanity in all of life itself. You appear to go through life sporting x-ray goggles, which allow you to see beyond fear or worry. By right of consciousness, you are successful in all that you undertake, professionally and personally. The loving spirit radiating as you creates an aura of warmth and friendliness attracting, attracting significant loving relationships. Your energy is so in line with the abundance and prosperity of the universe. You maintain a vitally alive physical body to provide a comfortable worldly home for the spiritual you have relationships that are satisfying, nurturing, and honest, and work all the time. You love your work so much that it's not work, it's play. And you have all the money you can spend. And you love yourself unconditionally. Oh, wait, that's from last month's series, right? Well, it just kind of worked. Yes, who said that? Yes, absolutely, it kind of worked. And we love the role that we have in this journey because, with you because our role is an easy one. We don't teach, we don't preach, we don't share anything new as it relates to spiritual principle or the astounding fabulousness with which you have come to this journey to express. Now admittedly, there are times when we know some of you may think what we share sounds new or feels kind of. And the reality is, you knew how to create the spiritual principle, knew your primary role in this adventure called life was to thrive as your highest and best self long before the doctor swatted your bottom on the day you were born. You came to this journey with that knowing. Our role is only to remind you of your greatness. Some's awareness of their greatness is right there on the surface. 
and it's easy to remind them. Others, well, we'll just say it's buried a little deeper. And our role is just as fine, only a tad more. I'm going to ask that you close your eyes for a moment and, and just empty your, empty your mind and just focus for a moment on the sound of my voice. And as I speak, I'm going to ask that you just pretend that you're saying these words to yourself, absorbing their energetic intent, feeling them, knowing them at the heart level. I maintain a vitally alive physical body to provide a comfortable worldly home for the spiritual being I am. My relationships are satisfying, nurturing, honest, and work all the time. I love my work so much that it's not work, it's play. I have all the money I can spend. I unconditionally love myself. Our affirmation part this week is from Louise Hay, who said, if we really love ourselves, everything in our life works. See, our role in this, in your journey this Sunday, and for the remainder of this month, is to remind you to put on your x-ray goggles, to thrive, love yourself, to live your astounding fabulousness, to remind you of just how uniquely powerful and spiritually gifted you are, and to perhaps, perhaps, ask you to take on reminding yourself of these truths when we are not with you, by affirming the adaptation of Edwin Gaines' definition of austerity that we just did maybe twice, possibly thrice, every day. You will discover over the next four weeks that being reminded of your greatness, perhaps doing a few of the suggested activities that will roll out and Red's ready, that will roll out in the weeks ahead. Y'all are so easy today. This is gonna be wild. The few suggested activities that we roll out in the weeks ahead that you will continuously be expanding your spiritual power. You will get to know your profound spiritual aptitude. And you will live from the awareness that you always love the one who is. Which is the title of our lesson this morning. Love the one who is. Yeah, baby, I love the title. Because I stole the title from the book we're going to be talking about in a little bit. But I want to tell you this story. It's about a young guy. He comes home from college. And he's all excited. And he runs to the door. And he sees his dad. And he says, Dad, guess what? I've got some great news for you. And the father says, what is it? And the son says, remember that $500 you promised me if I made the dean's list? And the father looked up and said, yeah, I remember. What about it? And the son said, well, you get to In her book, You Are a Badass, Jean Sinero writes, imagine what our world would be like if every 
what loved themselves so much, they weren't threatened by other people's opinions, skin colors, sexual preferences, talents, educations, or possessions, or lack of possessions, religious belief, or if everyone woke up every morning certain of your own lovability and your critically important role on this planet. And if you poo-poo, you wrote that, I didn't. If you poo-poo, shame, guilt, self-doubt, and self-loathing, and allowed yourself to be, do, and have everything your heart desires, how would your world shift? How would it change? How would your perception of how you present yourself to the world begin to create your experience? The college student in our story represents someone who is choosing to live independently of the opinions of others, certain of his own lovability, and definitely free of shame and guilt. So we, we are here to remind you that you are on this journey to live your true self. Now, your true self, as in unobstructed self-love and personal spiritual freedom. Our August series is entitled, We Believe You Can Fly. And all four of the Sunday lessons will be based on Jen Sinero's book, You Are a Badass. Now, for the purposes of church, we're going to play fast and loose with the book title and say, you are a bad barrier. Or, or my personal favorite, spiritual spark plug. In You Are a Bad Derriere, Jen writes, we're born knowing how to trust our instincts. How to breathe deeply, how to eat only when we're hungry, how to not care about what anyone thinks of our singing voices, dancing our hairdos. We know how to play, create, and love without holding back. Then as we grow and learn from the people around us, we replace many of these primal understandings with negative false beliefs, fear, shame, and self-doubt. Then we either numb the pain with either drugs, sex, moves, TV, etc., or we settle for the money. Or, or we rise to the occasion. We remember how truly mighty we are and set to relearn everything that we knew at the beginning so that we may thrive by expressing our outstanding fabulousness. See, we believe that you can fly because we know that you have what it takes to rise to the occasion. End of story. And we know that you have what it takes to be the spiritual spark plug that you came here to be. I looked up the phrase, for the record, I looked up the phrase badass in the dictionary and its synonyms, and sure enough, spark plug is one. So nobody call me out on that. Now we're going to let you decide which one to put on your wristband. I'm a spiritual spark plug or I'm a spiritual bag. You get, you get the idea. Note takers. Here it is energy of your soul is so in line with the abundance and prosperity of the universe to maintain a vitally alive physical body to provide a comfortable worldly home for the spiritual beings you are. 
have relationships that are satisfying, nurturing, honest, and glorify your God. You love your work so much that it's not worth your sweat. Of all the many you are the demonstration, creative intelligence, energy of the divine, practicing itself love and acceptance so perfectly, so precisely, it had no other choice but to express as the unique and wonderful you. This truth does not feel true. This truth is not your automatic initial thought in the morning and perfectly conclusive thought if it somehow doesn't feel true or fit to your current state of being, understand it is not, 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 because it's not true. It's because your truth has been conditioned by an external world, the opinions of others, mistakes from long ago, thoughts, fears, and the like. And the fact is, you've been so conditioned that you love the one you ain't as opposed to loving the one you is. Follow that? I'm loving this I'm getting into my solitary roots. In the, in the science of mind, Dr. Holmes wrote this. He said, if the obstruction is the result of a hangover belief, something we're holding over from past years, the individual must know that no past mistake can hinder or obstruct the flow of divine intelligence to stop by which is perfect person manifesting attributes of God, freedom, happiness, activity, and power, and that this truth is now made manifest in their life. In short, Holmes is saying, we have to remind ourselves. We are expressions of the divine. We are each, every one of us, a spiritual spark. Jim Jen wrote something very interesting in the book. She said, some people invest in believing they're too old to go out clubbing when they love nothing more than going out boogie. Some invest in being tough and too cool for school when all they want is love and connection. Some invest in being ashamed of their glorious gay selves. As we continue to buy into these things, our inner fortunes dwindle away. And it isn't until we reconnect truly are, and start investing in what's true for us, that we start to live rich, full, authentic lives. What are you investing in? What are you investing in? Are you investing in what you know at your core to be your truth? What you come here every Sunday and say, oh, I just love to hear that, right? Well, guess what? This is an hour of your time. And I didn't do the math, but I know there's a lot of hours in the week. So that's all I'm going to say. Maybe we need to invest more than just that. Maybe we need to invest all of our time and all of our energy in reminding ourselves of just how powerful we are. Sometimes, and, I, and you've heard me say this before, you know, I know we have those folks in our experience. We all do. At some point, or have had at some point, those that say, well, you're trying to. 
response. They're not trying to hold you back. They're not trying to hold you back. This is about them. Understand what they're trying to do is just keep you close. Because that level of energy is very lonely energy. That level of energy is a lower vibrating energy. And if they can hold you close, then for a short period of time, they're not going to feel so lo- feel so lonely. But the moment you take flight, you take off, and begin pursuing your dreams, living your goals, going out to the to the nightclub, or even here, and walking up to the hottest person you see, and saying, "Hey, you want to grab a cup of coffee?" Remember, I'm married. I'll point out the singles to you after service. We want you to live your spiritual fabulousness and to do so without reservation. Without reservation. Who cares what somebody else thinks? This is about what you know. You are a spiritual spark plug, and it's time to begin investing in your awesomeness so you may live your awesomeness. Take a look at your journey. Is there somewhere in, in some area where you want to invest more of your spiritual authority and energy than do it. Like Nike used to say, just do it. No matter what the world thinks or says, you are not here to lower yourself to someone else's lower vibrating expectations. You are here to thrive. You are here to experience the joy of life and experience of living. Mark Twain said, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones you did. So go off the bow line, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover. What world awaits for you to how special you are. There never will be anyone exactly like you. You were given special gifts and talents to share with the world. You have created your unique reality and are living your life according to your unique path. And I know this is true. I know this is true for you. The question comes, it doesn't really matter what I know, it's a matter of what you See, I'm here to remind you. I'm here to help you peel away those layers of self-doubt. Those, well, you know what they said. Emotions that run through And to get you centered in one truth. One truth. I am a spiritual smartphone. I can do any and all things that I choose. I am a spiritual smartphone. Loving relationships flow to me effortlessly. I am a spiritual smart plug, plug, right? Smart plug. Abundance and prosperity range throughout my journey. I'm a spiritual smart plug. I sell my condominium with ease. I am a spiritual smart plug. 
my business thrives with ease. You on the same page? Of course we are. Jen says, love yourself as the holy grail to happiness. Love yourself by practicing being a spiritual spark plug and making Jen's suggestion a part of your journey every day. If you could just capture that moment when doubt creeps into your journey, regardless of whatever it is, and capture that moment and take it out of your consciousness and look at it. Here's the doubt. Here's what the monkey mind is saying. monkey mind's not a pleasant experience. monkey mind's saying things that are worse than you feel bad at. So don't be too bad. So I want to accept this. So I want to put this back in my consciousness. And the answer is going to be no. But understand this. Part of your journey to relearn is to recondition. What's happened over the years is some people are so used to being conditioned to accept the negativity from others and from the monkey mind, they now have to recondition their energy to only accept the positive. Oh. We're signing up. People sign up continuously to receive the less than positive verbiage that helps create their journey. But you have control of it. You have control of it. You can say, I'm only going to accept the best. You can say that instant that monkey mind kicks in, the instant that old feeling of, I really shouldn't be doing this because, you know, I'm older, or I'm younger, or I'm this or I'm that. That's the moment you can take that out and look at it and say, you know what? This doesn't serve me. This doesn't serve me. I will send it somewhere else. It doesn't matter what somebody else is saying. What matters is what you know and believe. Dolly Parton said, I'm not offended by all the dumb blonde jokes because I know I'm not blonde, dumb, and I also know I'm not blonde. Part of your journey for being a spiritual smart plug will be for you to completely free yourself from the opinions of others, what others say. What others say or about you or think about you, quite honestly, is none of your business. In Love and Law, Ernest Holmes wrote the very first chapter. I could rewrite the Ten Commandments. The first one would be to mind someone is so focused on what others are saying or thinking about them, they step outside of their aura of spiritual authenticity. And it is outside that aura of their individual authenticity, their ability to create and thrive is diminished to the point of almost non-existence. Why? Because their focus is over there. And the distant power in words and thoughts of others as opposed to empowering words and thoughts within themselves. Remember, we want you to recondition the thoughts, recondition the feelings, the beliefs, and the actions that just quite frankly no longer serve you in assisting the individual you to live your outstanding essence. And in the 
first step in reconditioning, all that does not serve us, is to recondition ourselves in what we choose to accept as validation of our spiritual authority, of our being a spiritual part of us. Jen wrote, the truth is, the only person you ever need to consider when making the decision about your life is, is you. There are only three questions you need to ask. Is this something I want to be, do, or have? Is this going to take me in the direction I want to go, not should go, is this going to negatively impact anybody else in the process? She said, we throw a wet blanket of opummery over our lives when we live in fear of what others might think instead of in celebration of who we are. And I can promise you this. There will come a day when you no longer remember the names of the individuals who disapproved of you, who doubted you, who disagreed when that day comes, your only wish would be that it had come a whole hell of a lot sooner. You can grant that wish today by getting into the business of minding your own business, of living your own journey. You've got to stretch your wings and choose to fly, even when the whole world says you can't fly. Share a great story, an imaginary interaction three ladies at the turn of the century, and Jen shares this in the book, and three ladies talking about Orville and Wilbur Wright's mother, Susan Wright. And so this imaginary conversation goes like this, and I'm going to go through it kind of quickly. Margaret, did you hear about poor Susan? Ruth says, Susan Wright? Ellen, such a disgrace, poor thing. Margaret says, well, her son. And Helen says, as if she hasn't suffered enough. Birthing two boys as big as buffaloes, and now this. And Margaret says, seems her two sons, Helen says, are going to eat the rest of that tapioca pudding. Mind if I help myself? Ruth says, tell me already, Margaret. And Margaret says, well, this is going to sound as crazy as it is, but say, and Helen says, and now her sons think they can fly. Such a shame. And Margaret says, her sons think says they think they can fly. And Margaret says, yes, they talk of nothing else that they think they can fly. Poor Susan. They just had the house painted, too. Now they'll have to move out of town. We think you can fly. We think you can fly. And we're going to prove it by setting up the opportunity for you to do that I fly. And by setting up that opportunity that I fly, understand it's not just a really loud experience. It's about capturing the feeling. Capturing the feeling of doing the impossible. Moving into the awareness that the universe supports you in you being a spiritual part. That the universe says you want to fly, here's the opportunity to do it. And if you can capture that feeling of doing the impossible, in just that moment, and you get the video to prove it, then you can apply that same feeling in all your spiritual work. I'm a spiritual spark plug. So I attract loving relationships with ease. I'm a spiritual spark plug. So my business thrives. I'm a spiritual spark plug. 
for my house, my condo, so it be By that feeling, knowing that all things are possible. It doesn't matter What matters is what you know. What matters is that you're aware that you can do what it takes. So I, I took the liberty of making the assumption. That one or two of you, one or two, might like the Edwin Game affirmation that I have adapted for today's service. Please help remind yourself once a day, twice a day. And it's ready to go, and I'm going to email it to you. And for our friends that are listening via podcast, we'll email it to you as well. Just send me an email. There's a sign-up sheet for the folks who are in the back, back where we put the program. So you can have that sent to you. Please do, do maybe three times a day. That's up to you. To begin participating in reconditioning yourself. Melody Baby says, "Quit hanging on to the hammer. Let go. Surrender. Go for the ride." Do it in such a manner that you know that the moment you get out of bed in the morning, you go and you start your day, the universe is there to support you. And if anybody crosses into your journey that begins to create doubt of that, they're not there to tell you to lower your vibration. They're there to remind you to keep the focus on raising your vibration. Follow that? They're not here to Often, they're here because your energy is feeling so good. They just got to give them some of that. Just got to give them some of that. Because the universe loves the one who gives. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. All right. If you would please say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind. In as and through me, blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work and returns to me, multiplied abundantly. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.